Praise the Lord. Welcome to another yet wonderful day on this podcast. I'm your host, Apostle Julius Mark K. Bonridge, and I want you to know that God is going to favor you and bless you. We are about to zoom into today's teachings, and please stay glued to your seat. Get your headphones, get your notepads or your iPads or whatever you write on and just make notes because the entrance of the word giveth light. And the word is what equips and ignites the immortality inside your mortality. So we are going to zoom into eternity to learn much today. God bless you and God favor you. Now, if we stand for kings, let us stand for the reading of God's infallible and unadulterated, unchanging, unchangeable word. I would like to issue a warrant arrest to the book of Job number 36. The book of Job number 36 and summon your intelligence arrest to the verse number 11. The Bible said... If ye shall obey and serve the Lord, you will spend your days in prosperity and your years in pleasure. Exodus number 23, 25. The Bible said, And ye shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water, and I will take sicknesses away from the midst of thee. 26 says, There shall nothing cast thy young, nor be barren and in thy land the number of days i will fulfill your fulfillment of days is in your service to god my god today's sermon or today's teachings is entitled serving god pays the most serving god pays the most our objective for today's gathering or today's teaching is to impact into you the unbeatable forces that are responsible for a life of possibility. My objective for teaching serving God pays the most is for you to know the avenues for serving God. I want you to also know that we are here today to inscript the benefit or returns for serving God, my teach model host Kadaba. I would like to introduce to you that there are three unbeatable forces that are responsible for all possibilities of life. And you need to know the first force is the force of faith. Can I hear you say the force of faith? Listen to me in the book of Matthew, chapter 17, verse 19 to 20. Jesus had casted out some devils, and the disciples couldn't cast out so they came to him and asked him master we could not cast out this devil and in the verse number 20 this is what jesus said and jesus said unto them because of your unbelief uh, let me tell you something unbelief this means that wherever there is faith then things are made possible eh? so this people for he said because of your unbelief and he said for verily i say unto you if you ha- shall have faith as a grain of master seed ye shall say unto this mountain remove hands to yonder places and it shall be removed and nothing shall be impossible unto you i love the 21 version so listen to me is that how be it things this things or this kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting listen to me so whatever you would not engage to faith or whatever will not answer to faith whatever will not answer to faith please 
engage prayer and fasting. So whatever will not engage to faith in the immediate when you request or do stuff on the force of faith, when you engage prayer and fasting, it must answer to you. I decree and declare over your life that God ignites your prayer life. Eh? Now, listen to me. That is why the Bible said in Isaiah 58 verse 6, it says, when we fast, we are in power to break the yoke. He said, by the reason of the anointing, every yoke must be broken. I love the scriptures. Eh? I decree and declare over your life. I decree and declare over your life that every yoke, every mountain, every perpetual mountain in your life shall be brought to plain in the name of Jesus. You didn't hear that clearly. I said it shall be brought to plain in the name of Jesus. The Bible said in Isaiah chapter 58 verse number 6, he says, And is it not the fast that I have chosen to lose the bonds of the wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free, and that ye break every yoke? Is this not the fast? Eh? So whatever will not engage to faith in the immediate, uh, you are permitted to engage fasting and prayer. So the theme of this sermon is serving God's pays the most. You are not serving God for nothing. You are serving him for something. Please let this consciousness come into your mind. I am not serving God for nothing. Repeat after me and say, I am not serving him for nothing, but I am serving him for something. Job was a servant of God and the evidence showed around him. Even the devil could testify that Job was blessed. Now, the book of Job number 9, chapter 1, verse 9 to 10. Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Doth Job fear God? Job fear God for nothing. Our service to God is expressed because we fear God. Now, I want to open the book for you to see something. You will love it. Our service to God is expressed in the fear of God. Job chapter number 1 verse number nine see what the bible has for us i want you to see that god is a loving god job chapter one verse nine it says what then satan answered the lord and said don't job fear god for naught <laughs> so you need to understand that our service to god is expressed in the fear for him has not thou made a herd about him and about his house and about all that he hath on every side that has blessed thou has blessed the work of his hands and his substances is increased in the land listen to me that was the first time the devil told the truth the devil the father of life of life of lies listen to me you see when you are so blessed people cannot confuse it they will tell the truth about it listen when you are able to commit yourself to the things of god there is all around protection around you there is all around protection around your business around your house around your family around your businesses and your career listen to me let's pray this prayer this month it will become clear with evidence and testimony for your service to god 
when you are so blessed, people cannot confuse it. They will surely tell the truth. And the truth is going to come out because this month it will become very clear with evidence and God will testify in your life. I feel like praying for somebody. Serving God pays and you shall be a candidate of this blessing. I didn't hear a powerful amen. Serving God pays and you shall be a candidate of this blessing. Uh, the scripture says in Exodus chapter 23 verse 25 to 26, so you shall serve the Lord your God and he shall bless thy bread and thy water and I will take sicknesses away from the midst of thee. 26 says, there shall cast their young and none shall be barren in the land. I decree and declare over your life that nothing shall be barren around you. He said, I am not serving God for nothing. That should be your declaration. I am not serving God for nothing. Ye shall serve, then what? He shall bless. Now 23 says, you shall serve, then what is next? The blessings of the Lord. And he will not only heal you, he will take it away from you. Meaning that the that when you commit to the blessings of God, to the service of God, the blessings is installed. And also, if there is any impediment, every predicament, every sickness in your life, he will not only heal you, he is going to take it away from you. No more barrenness, no more sicknesses, no more poverty, no more backwardness, no more shame, no more seed and not have a shall operate in your life. This shall be taken away because you have served the Lord your God, the number of your days shall he fulfill. You shall come and see the blessings of the Lord in your life because what you have fulfilled the covenant and the blessings of the Lord. I decree in a prayer for you that any death that wants to kill you is only joking. You didn't hear that. I said any death that wants to kill you is only joking. You will not die before your time. I want to hear a wonderful amen. You will not die before your time. Listen, you can you can see among several others the package reserved for those who serve him. You can see the blessings or you can see the package reserved for those who serve him. When you have received the prophecy, this is what if you have we have received the prophecy, that is this is harvest time because it is a revival time. The prophecy of the scriptures, Haggai chapter 2, verse 4 to 6. Yet now be strong, O Zerubbabel, saith the Lord, and be strong, be committed, be faithful. All ye people of the land, saith the Lord, and work, and what? And work. For I am with you, saith the Lord of hosts. Listen to me, your commitment to God will be dependent on the workability of your destiny. Get committed that the meaning, that's the meaning. But there is a warning in the book of Proverbs chapter 10 verse 5. When you get committed to the Lord, He says be strong and he is with you and these are the blessings that will be attached to you proverbs chapter 10 verse 5 the bible says he that gathereth in summer is a wise son but he that sleepeth in the harvest is a son that causeth shame 
He said, let us work. What is the work? There is a call. There is a warning in the book of Proverbs chapter 10, verse number 5. He says, he that gathereth in summer is a wise son. The proof of wisdom is in the gathering of souls. It's harvest time and we must wake up as an individual. The proof of wisdom is the gathering of souls. If you respond to the prophetic season, you can be sure you will be a first partaker of the blessing. If you can respond to the prophetic season with urgency and determination, then I can assure you, or you can be assured, you will be the first partaker of the blessing. The blessing are for first-timers, are for first-time people who are ready to work according to Hekai chapter 2 verse 4 to 6. According to 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 6, he who works must be a partaker of the food. He who works must partake of the food. Labor in the kingdom qualifies you to be the first partaker of the blessing. When you labor in the kingdom, when you go out to win souls, you must qualify to be the first partaker of this thing. When we talk about first, we mean priority treatment. God will give you the priority treatment. His name is on the priority list. Your name becomes a part of the list of priority on his agenda. He expresses attention uh, given to him. You have an express attention given to him. So what are we saying in today's service? I want you to know that God does not reward your words, but he rewards your works. Ah, I feel like telling somebody something. God does not reward your words, but he rewards your works. All those scriptures, all those scriptures, you find it clearly written that God rewards not your words, utterances but your works uh, let's see something in the book of second chronicles chapter 15 verse 7 what you do is what he rewards you for that is why he said be strong and work be strong and what work the bible said be ye strong this therefore and what and let not your hands be weak for your work shall be rewarded strong therefore and let not your hands be weak for your work shall be rewarded I have encountered series of testimony because of my consistent commitment and service to souls and soul winning. I can tell you that where I am today is because of the number of soul winners I have. I have a broadcast list of five and each one is filled with 256 and these are not church members. These are people I have gone out to meet. I have this number of thousand and above souls I have won and these people because of the testimony and their abidement in the house of the Lord, there is testimony in their life. And they prove it. The proof of testimonies is the proof of prophecy. Ah, listen, after working for God, so winning, after working for God through so winning, God used their brother to give him a car. Listen to me, there was a testimony that happened in Nigeria. There was this family, they have been toiling, heartless, up and down, praying no result but they came and they said i want to go and win souls and they went to win souls on their way home they said let us pass my brother's place as they pass their brother gave them a brand new car the profitability of 
kingdom service. Serving God does not only pay, listen to me, it pays the most. Serving God does not only pay, it pays the most. I have served and labored for God through soul winning. I don't buy suit. God has touched my father and other people to give me suit because I am laboring for him. I don't pay certain utilities because God sees my work in the kingdom. I don't struggle because God sees my work in the kingdom. Serving God pays the most. People take pride in working for the presidency because they know how much the presidency pays. Some also take pride in working in the banks, in the oil companies and other endeavors of life. But I take pride in working for God uh, because I know how much it pays to work for the Lord. Uh, he pays the best. He pays the most. Uh, he's not only a financial blessing, but we are talking of other fringe benefits such as health, good marriage, children, long life, security, Listen to me, even if I sleep by assurance of the word, the Bible said, angels shall be by thee 24-7. When I sleep, I know that angels are around me because it is part of the pain. I want to ask you a question. How many of you will like to... I would like this kind of payback. Well, I am just introducing you to the employer. His name is Jesus. And he's and he has assigned a man, a prophet, an ambassador on earth here through Destiny Empowerment Chapel, the prelate, the founder, and the overseer, as my father, your father, prophet, Bernard Fraser Taylor, as a branch manager on earth. Are you ready? Will you be enlisted in this company, in this workforce, in this organization? Then come, let's work for God. Come, let us commit ourselves to the service because service pay. Don't let anybody tell you you are serving for nothing because walk with this consciousness that you are working for something. You may not be living close to, you may be living close to someone who is serving God. I feel like saying something to somebody. You may be living close to someone serving God that does not guarantee your blessing because you have to be enlisted alongside in order to be a partaker of the blessing. Uh, listen to me, the fact that you are working or you are close to bishop or the prophet, the one bishop uh, or to our mother, doesn't guarantee you your blessing. You must be enlisted. Uh, they are enlisted and that is what is taking them and keeping them. It's First Corinthians chapter 15 verse number 58. I feel the anointed. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye committed and steadfast and movable. Always, the word is always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as ye know your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Your labor is not in vain in the Lord. You are not serving him for nothing. You are serving him for something. You are not serving him in vain. You are not serving him for nothing. You are serving him for something. Uh, a woman says she could sell. She couldn't sell her cars for over four years now. And she came to meet a pastor and the pastor said, we are having soul winning this Saturday. Can you be a partaker of it? And when she won souls, that's that week, Monday to Friday, she sold four cars at a go. 
that has never happened in the lifetime of selling her cars. You see, you can't serve God genuinely and be lacking. Then there is a problem with your motive. In the inception of your service to God, if your intention has been corrupted, then God steps out. God says, I search the heart and the intent of man. When you promote this kingdom, the kingdom promotes you. When you promote this kingdom, the kingdom promotes you. It is not kingdom gimmicks, but it's kingdom principles. He said, I have come to teach the kingdom of God, not the church of God. Thy kingdom come. The kingdom of God will defend you when you defend the kingdom. Most of you are sitting here. You can go out there, lambast and traumatize and dumbbust and discuss Maris, Kudush, Manahaskada, or your prophet. But the Bible said in Romans chapter 1 verse 16, I am not ashamed of the kingdom of God. Are you ashamed of the kingdom of God? I will stand to defend the word of the God of our Lord Jesus Christ 24-7. At no whatever whatever cost. I am ready. So now, what are the avenues for serving God? I feel like teaching to somebody. Uh, I just, I'm not running out of anointing. I'm running out of time. What are the avenues for serving God? Uh, there are two major avenues I want to list out in today's service. And another time we'll talk about other service avenues. Uh. Praying and fasting is the first avenue. And the second is reaching out to the lost. There are two major avenues for serving God. And the first is prayer and fasting. Serving God through prayer and fasting. And number two, reaching out to the lost souls. Let's take prayer and fasting as a major topic now. What then is prayer and fasting? How do we serve God through prayer and fasting? Mm. When you are praying or fasting, particularly praying for kingdom promotion, you are simply investing into your future. When you are praying and fasting, especially or particularly praying for kingdom promotion, then you are simply investing into your future. Uh, let's look at a story of a woman in the Bible called Anna. In the book of Luke chapter number 2, uh, verse number 36 to 37. Luke number number 2, verse 36 to 37. And there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asa. Are you here to somebody? She was one of a great and had a privilege with her husband. She was of eight, of great age, sorry, and had lived with her husband seven years from her virginity. So when she got married to her husband, it's only seven years and the husband died. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, and she was a widow of about four score and four years. About what? Four score and four years. And the Bible is telling us that which departed not from the temple, but served God with fasting and prayer night and day. This woman was 84 years. This woman was 84 years and the Bible said, she abided in the temple, but served God with fasting and prayer. Fasting and prayer. 
May you receive that grace in the name of Jesus. May you receive that grace in the name of Jesus. It is not enough to serve God in prayer and fasting, but specifically in praying for church growth. Listen to me, when you are fasting and praying, you must pray for church growth. You must pray for what? Church growth. If you don't pray or mind the business of God, then your business is not his business. You must think about the things of God. You must pray for the advancement of his kingdom. Say, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Pray for the kingdom of God. Ezekiel chapter 36, verse number 37. Ezekiel 36, 37. Thou seest the Lord God, I will yet for this inquire by the house of Israel. The church of God must come and inquire from the Lord. And when you do that, what happens? For by the house of Israel to do and to do it for them, I will increase them with men like flocks. He said, I will increase them with men like flocks. When you pray and pray, the church increase. He said, I will give you men like flocks. Pray for church growth. Oh God, increase the church as men like flocks. Oh God, bring about increase in the church. Take time. Zechariah chapter 2 verse 4. Let destiny house be full with multitude of men and of a town without walls. The Bible said, I will give you men of a city. They shall multiply like men without walls. Let destiny house be filled with multitude of men. Let this town because let there be traffic jam everywhere because of the souls coming to destiny house. Let there be a rush or a multiple rush of souls into the church. Let there be abiding members. Take your time and pray for the church. Pray for the church. Now you serve God in prayer and fasting and praying for the souls of the salvation or praying for the salvation of souls. Psalm number 2 verse 8 said, I will give you the hiddens for your inheritance and thy possession. I will give you the outermost part. I will give you people from Accra, from Volta region, from Cape Coast, from Ashanti region, from the north. I will give you people from America, South America, Asia, Australia. I will give you all these people. Even I will give you aliens, angels. I will give you strangers. If there is no asking, there can be no giving answers. If there is no asking, then there, can, there can't be any giving. Isaiah chapter 66, verse 7 to 8 said, As soon as Zion, as soon as the church traveled in prayer, then she brought forth children. When you pray for the advancement of the church, you pray for the growth of the church, and you then pray for the salvation of the souls. Many of you come, always you are praying for yourself, and when they say, Open your mouth to pray, you don't know what to say. Pray for the growth of the church. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. After praying for the growth of the church, pray for the salvation of souls. Then what do you then pray for? You pray for the establishment of the covenant, of the, of the convent. You pray for the establishment of the souls that have gathered. Galatians chapter 4. 
the verse number 19. The Bible said, My little children in whom I travel in birth again until Christ be formed in you. Until Christ be formed in you. We don't only pray for people to be saved, but to be established in the faith. Listen to me. When we pray for them to be saved, Christ comes in them. But when we pray for them to be established, then Christ is formed in them. There is two different things. It's a different thing for Christ to come in you, and it's a different thing for Christ to be formed in you. <laughs> there are people that get saved, and years after, there is no trace of evidence or evidence of their salvation. This is because they are bench warmers, they are chair, they are chair or number fillers, but they are not carrying the evidential proof of immortality in immortality. The presence of God around you must bring results. The Bible said in Revelation that the proof of Jesus Christ or the proof of prophecy is testimony. You must be an evidence or a carrier of the work of God. Uh, I feel like telling somebody something. Uh, there's going to be a testimony in your life. I'm telling you, there's going to be a testimony. So you pray for the church to grow, then you pray for the salvation of the souls, then what next? You pray for the establishment of the souls. Pray for the reign of life transforming word. If you don't know what to pray for, pray for the reign of life transforming what word. When you go home, please pray that God send me your word. Send me my word. Listen to me. Church is not all this, but a word can come. Even during announcement, a word can come to you. You must not joke. Pray to God before coming to service. Oh God, send me your word. Send me your right transforming word. As I'm coming to church, God, send me the right transforming word. Can I ask, I can and I ask families and couples and individuals to pray for the church every Saturday at least 10 minutes. I want families, couples, and individuals to pray for the church every Saturday at least 10 minutes. Why? Because there is something about God. When you don't ask for, we cannot give unto you. When you don't ask, he cannot give unto you. So when you pray and let the business of God be his business. He said, therefore, Zachariah chapter 1 verse 17 or 19, please check it for me. He said, therefore, the church shall be spread abroad with prosperity. Through prosperity, the church shall be spread abroad. There is something about God. When you don't ask for from him, he cannot give unto you. Uh, the number one avenue for serving God was serving God through prayer and fasting. The second one I'll deal with and the last one before we close is reaching out to the lost souls. Reaching out to what? The lost souls. Let's read the book of Luke chapter 14, 23. Luke, the verse 14. The verse 23. And the Lord said unto the servant, Go out into the highways, and hurts and compel. Well, Lord, compel that's an the compelling force. Compel them to come in 
that my house may be filled. Going out to see your prayer work. You have prayed on your knees. Now you have to go out to see that your prayer has worked. You go out to reach out to souls. You have prayed on your knees for the salvation. Now go out on your foot to reach out to them. Go out on what? Your foot to reach out to them. Your needs on your your knees on the ground for their salvation, your foot for the reaching out. Romans chapter 10, verse 14 to 15. Ah, this much Elihia to boost. Romans the number 10. Romans number 10, the verse number 14. The Bible said, How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? The people you are seeing out there, how can they call on a God they don't believe? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And and whom they have not here without the preacher. Oh my God. That is why number 15 says, And how shall they preach except they be sent? It is written, How beautiful are the feet of those that preach and bring glad tidings of good things. How beautiful. You must go and compel them to come. Then when you are doing that, they say, How glorious it is. How beautiful and majestic it is for you to go out to preach the word of God, to preach the word of peace, the word of glad tidings, not condemnation messages. Romans chapter 8, verse number 1, he said, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. You can't go out and condemn somebody who is already condemned. You can't win the person. I don't want to spend too much time. I want us to know that in case you do not know, the actual reason for your enlistment is to bring or bear fruit. John chapter 15 verse 16, he said, I have ordained you that you will go forth and bear for fruit, that your fruit will remain. And whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, so shall he do for you. If you don't want to delay or you don't want delay in your answers of prayer, then win souls. He said, whatsoever. It is a blank check. This is a blank check to you. And this can be only attained on the souls you have won. Listen to me. All the instrumentalists in my church, I want them, I brought them to church. I tell God that, listen to me, I am in need. Hebrews chapter 4 verse number 16. He said, let us therefore come boldly into the presence of the God that we might obtain favor in time of them who need me. When I need God, I say, God, I am referring you to this soul. I am referring you to Kwekunya Michele. I am referring you to Pastor Ken. I am referring you to Bismarck. I, am, I can refer and refer and refer because I have come to win our souls. So the glory, it is a compelling and a castle. You see, the divine wisdom of God, the Sophie, according to Hebrews or Greeks, the Sophie Faith is the mindset of God where you begin to walk and think like God. John chapter 15 verse number 8. Uh, I don't want to delay. Marcus. John, John chapter 15. Let's, let's see what's there. John 15 verse number 8. Here is my father glorified that he, ye bear much fruit. So shall ye be my disciples. <laughs> What is the glory of a tree? The proof of discipleship is to glorify God. The proof of discipleship is to glorify God. 
or the proof of discipleship is to bear fruit. What is the glory of the tree? It is the fruit. It is fruit. So therefore, the proof of your discipleship is to bear what? Much fruit. Is to bear what? Much fruit. Jesus cursed the tree because it didn't bear fruit. Many of you are struggling, blaming it on the devil, struggling, blaming it on your old mom in the village who ain't doing nothing for you. And the last time I checked, you are blaming her for what she didn't do. Her, she is just there saying, I want the best for my children. But the Bible says, You have not gone out to bear forth fruit. A tree can be cursed because it did not bear fruit. The expectation of Jesus Christ from our Far was in the greens, the glory, but there was Ichabod. There was no glory. There was no manifestation. Therefore, I will curse you of this world. A tree has no right to abide if it is not bearing fruit. You don't have the right to enjoy the privilege of this kingdom if you cannot bear forth fruit. It's a principle. You go and sow seed. If you don't bear forth fruit, you will not see a multiplicity, dimensional probability of your seed. A tree has no right to abide. You are not permitted to stay alive if there is no bearing of fruit. The glory of every tree is in its fruit. If you truly want to glorify God, bring souls into his kingdom. If you want to glorify God, singing and dancing has been there for ages. Singing and dancing will go after you. Singing and dancing is not the only way to glorify God, but glorify Him with your souls, with your fruit. The trees are always shaking their way. God, I thank you, bless you. Yes, it's nothing but you bear forth fruit for us to see your potency and your manifestation. And your actual purpose on earth. Singing and dancing is joyous when there are a number of people to celebrate or to sing with you. When this church has a thousand people and you shout, say a wonderful amen, how do you feel? God feels pleased because your fruit has abided and it is yielding fruit. What are the returns for serving God? I will walk through this fast. I will begin to pray and I speak the mind of God. What are the returns for serving God? What are the benefits of serving God? What are the returns for serving God? Isaiah 58, verse number 6. We just read. Isaiah 58, the verse number 6. What's the Bible saying? When you serve God, listen to me carefully. In prayer and fasting, yokes are being destroyed. You know that. Is this not the fast I have commanded thee? Is this not the fast I have chosen to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, uh, and to let the oppressed go free, and that ye break every yoke? When you fast and pray, every yoke is destroyed in your life. Every satanic oppression 
every satanic, calabalistic, antibiotic powers that has been released from quadrums into your destiny will be broken because you are fasting and praying for the advancement and the promotion of this kingdom. What are the return for serving God? Number two, you have a guarantee of express answers to prayer. Isaiah 58 verse number 9. Then shalt thou call and the Lord shall answer thy cry. And he shall say, Here I am. If thou take away from the midst of thee the yoke, the putting forth of the finger and speaking vanity. There is an express what? Release of answer to prayer. You are, you are struggling in life because you don't know simple principles. The benefit of serving God through soul winning is you have a guarantee of express answer released to prayer. What is the return of serving God? Don't take this point lightly as a one of those day sermons. Walk in them. I said, let us be hearers and doers of the word. Don't just be a hearer. And when you close, you take pictures and go. And the week you are dead. And nobody meet in this life is not by accident. It's for a purpose. Discover that purpose and you walk in supernatural abundance. Number three, what are the returns for serving God? You enjoy divine guidance. Isaiah 58 verse 11. The Bible said, And the Lord shall guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul in drought and make fat thy bones and thou shalt be like a watered what garden and like a spring of water whose waters fail not. You enjoy divine guidance. God will guide you. There will be abundance another return. Abundance and continuous supernatural supply. Your spirit will be filled. You will be fattened. You enjoy divine guidance. Isaiah 58.11 Another return or the blessing. You gain access to high places. Habakkuk chapter 3 verse number 2. You gain access to high places. Those who serve God do not remain low. You can't serve the most high and be the most low. You can never serve the most high and be the most low. Who you serve determines where you go and how far you go. If you serve the most high, you go high. When you serve Satan, you go low. When you serve man, you are hanging. You, your service determines your fidelity or your longevity. If you serve the most high, you go high. Listen to me in this service. I want you to know the violent shall take it by force. Gentleness is in this kingdom does not pay. Tell your friend or your neighbor that gentleness in this kingdom does not pay. It is the violent of faith, the violent in prayer that will take it by force. When it comes to possession or possessing your possession, it's the violent of faith that will grasp on their benefit. Gentleness as a character is different from gentleness in possessing your possession. 
Gentleness as a character is different from gentleness in possessing your possession. You can be gentle in character but not gentle in battle. You need a violent, crazy, ardent, crazy faith, prayer life to activate the benefit of the kingdom. God is a lamb but in character he is a lion, the lion of the tribe of Judah. There's something in the book of Habakkuk chapter 3 verse number 6. It talks about perpetual mountain. We are going to pray that every mountain in your life, every perpetual mountain in your life will be cleared away. Bartimaeus or blind Bartimaeus had to become part of the description of his neighborhood. Is that not the blind man on the next street? Is that not sister who, who always begs for money? Is that not that sister who always, when we close church, come to sit in front of the prophet looking for money? Is that not that man or that brother that always come begging for rent? You are described or you are a discrepancy of your problem. But that day he cried out. The day he cried out, Oh, Jesus, son of David, have mercy upon him. And Jesus attended and said, What will you have me do? And Jesus said, I want to have my sight. Sometimes when God comes to release you of your bed, you are not ready. Because he said, What will you have me do? Now before you are now thinking. It is an immediate activation. I told you something. What faith will not answer to you in the immediate prayer and fasting will. But there are certain circumstances. It is the intelligence and the mentality of your spirituality that activates the sophia the wisdom of God around you. God will work a work in your life in the name of Jesus. Uh, I am saying God will work a work in your life in the name of Jesus. Today we will pray like Jabez. Oh God until you do this for me. Oh God until you change my life. I'm not letting you go. We are going to cry like Jacob in Genesis chapter 32 verse 26. And 28. He said, until you bless me, I will not let you go. We are going to pray for the help of God in today's service. And your life will never be the same. In conclusion, I would like to maintain your joy. I would like you to maintain your joy. I may not look like the answer. I might not look like I have the answer. But nothing will take the joy of God over my life. I may not look like I am blessed, but nothing will take the blessings of God from my life. I would like you to stand to your feet and let's give the Lord a wonderful shout of praise. If you are listening to me and you have not been born again, please, I would like you to repeat this after me. Say, Lord Jesus. You said in your word that if we confess that you died and resurrected on the third day, we are saved. Father, I thank you for writing my name in the book of life. I thank you for the abundance of grace you have bestowed upon me. I thank you for the salvation of my soul. I thank you for you have done it. And indeed, you have accepted me as a son. Father, I have gone wayward. I have come before you to activate your cleansing blood over my life. Father, I thank you for now your son. I will walk in your status, call, 
and nothing shall by any means hurt me. In Jesus' name, amen. What eyes have not seen, ears heard, shall be the order in your life. In Jesus' name. God bless you for listening to me. I'm your host, Apostle Julius Mark K. Bonrich of the Bonrich Generation. If you love this message and you want to sponsor, you want to connect with a seed, an offering or sacrifice for promoting the kingdom, the Bonrich Generation is designed to help the needy, help the poor, help the needed ones, those who, who are ready to work for God. You can support if you are in, if you are using PayPal, is PayPal me forward slash Bond Rich Generation. That is one word, Bond Rich Generation, which is one word. Or if you are using, if you are in Ghana or any part of the African country, you see MTN. You can send through mobile money, zero five four four zero eight three four three zero, or plus two three three five four four zero. 83430. If you are in Ghana here, you can pay through Tigo Cash 057-440-1889. If you want to do a bank transfer, international bank transfer, the account number that is Stambic Bank 904078-0008. I take it again. The bank name is Stambic Bank. Account number is 904078493375. If you're in Ghana, you can send it directly to that number on your details. Or even if you're in an African country, do ask for the bank details. And the account name is Mark Julius Kujo. K-O-D-J-O-E. And the name of the bank is Stambic Bank. If you need the international transfer code, is that the swift code is sb capital sb all in capital letters s b i c g h a c that's the swift code s b i c g h a c god bless you for listening to me follow us on facebook mark julius kujo or the born regeneration on that's youtube or mark bonrich on instagram my WhatsApp number is plus two three three five seven four four zero one eight eight nine. God favor you and bless you. Give you a living testimony. You shall never lack. The life of God is in you, and the blessings of Abraham shall surely be with you forever and ever. Amen. <laughs>